Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope that you're all coping really well with all the stresses of this extremely busy time of the year. Isn't it weird that uh, this Christmas season, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, has become another commercial festival? Whenever something is on the Christian calendar, it sort of gets turned on its head, like Thanksgiving in America was to thank uh, the Lord for the provision of food for those early migrants to America. But now, straight after Thanksgiving, we have Black Friday sales, and it's all become extremely commercial. And so instead of bowing and worshipping Jesus, the greatest gift of all time, we can find ourselves worshipping that God of materialism. Our letterboxes are filled with promotional leaflets, toys, about toys, about clothes, about food, about gadgets that we supposedly can't do without. We can get drawn into this Christmas commercialism in all sorts of ways. Which of the following best describes you? First, there's the cheap shopper. They're driven by one goal, to spend as little money as possible. Two dollar shops are good. Some of you have just thought, oh my goodness, that's me. Then there's the hurried shopper. Their primary motivation is to tick off all the names on their list as quickly as possible. They dart from store to store, grabbing this and that, ticking off all those names on the list. And then there's the pay-my-debts shopper. This person hasn't been very generous throughout the year, but he thinks, if I can buy one really big expensive gift, then that will make up for all of my failures throughout the year. Unfortunately, this doesn't always work and can result in disappointment. Then we've got the voucher buyer or cash giver. <laughs> Do you know that one third of all vouchers issued never get redeemed? They pass the expiring date or someone leaves them in a pocket and it goes through the wash. When I was a boy, I had five brothers and we sort of thought, well, we needed to do something for each other at Christmas. So we started giving each other money. And then we found that, well, if I gave my big brother $2 and he gave me $2 back, at the end of the day, we're all equal. <laughs> so we thought, well, better not to do anything at all. Then we've got the I love that shopper. They buy for others the gifts that they really want for themselves. <laughs> These are often really nice, but they don't quite fit the person that they're being bought for. They might buy the family a super large screen TV, but then spend the whole of summer watching their own programs. Then you've got the online shopper who checks out all the big stores to get the best deal, but then often finds out that what they end up with isn't quite what they expected. 
the clothing that they bought doesn't fit properly and then they've got the hassle of returning it and getting the money back or buying something else. And then finally, there's the because I love you shopper. This shopper expresses the heart of the Christmas season. They think carefully about the tastes and needs of the person the gift is for. They lovingly prepare a meaningful gift that is cheerfully given. That's how God gives to us. John 3.16 tells us that God so loved each of us so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God's gift to us was extremely precious. It was given to release us from all of our wrongdoing. Jesus took upon himself all the debts that we owed to God. It was based on our need and shaped by God's desire to restore our relationship with him. The best present of all is Jesus. The God of the universe came to earth to save our lives, to become our friend. Christ's mission to earth was to show and tell us how to have life in all its fullness. Jesus carried a joyful, positive approach to life wherever he went. His teachings were good news. He brought joy, gladness, and blessing. Every miracle Jesus performed brought great happiness to those people that he helped. People went away celebrating all that Jesus had done for them. Forgiveness produces joy and happiness in those who are forgiven. And it also produces happiness in those who forgive. Peace builds a foundation for joy and happiness as we treat other people the way that we would like to be treated ourselves, as we love God and show love and respect towards other people, we can make a difference. The way we behave is often an overflow of what's going on in our own lives. And it's often at this time of the year when people are stressed, that they're short and they're angry and they're uptight. So let's keep calm. Let's reflect peace, joy, and love. Our beliefs and our behaviours can either build people up or can tear people down. And so the angel said, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For all people. This joy is available to every single person. Are you experiencing that joy? Joy is a happiness that is greater than our circumstances. When we get Jesus, we have joy. Jesus gives eternal life to all who trust in him. You know, history is full of testimonies of the lives of people that have been transformed by the gift of Jesus Christ. Many of you will have heard about a man called Bill Wilson. Bill used to get drunk 
every night. He'd steal money from his wife's purse or beg for money on the street. Then he'd end up drunk and in the gutter. And he'd be locked up in the cells or in hospital for the night. He'd promise the police and his wife that he would never drink again. But then his friend, Ebby Thatcher, became a Christian and told Bill how God could help him with his problem. Bill prayed, If there is a God, show yourself to me. I'm ready to do anything. That day, Bill Wilson met God. And he changed. He felt a peace. He was set free from his alcohol addiction. He never touched a drop of alcohol again. And he founded Alcoholics Anonymous. This has introduced millions of people to God and helped them to break free from those chains of alcohol. God desires to express himself through our lives this Christmas. It's exciting that three of our people are being baptised today. That those three are prepared to stand up in public and declare, I am proud to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And so this baptismal service will happen um, just opposite Cherry Island. So, you know, we are a family. We're a community. We rejoice in the fact that people in our congregation, in our family, are getting baptised today. And so if we can support those people by, after this service, meeting down there at the Cherry Island car park at 12 o'clock, then what, what will happen is we'll, we'll form a, a group and the three people will share a brief testimony of why they want to be baptised, how they became a Christian. Then the three people will go down into the water and be baptised under the river. Thankfully, we now have a, a youth pastor and he's doing the baptising today. So <laughs> I'm not too worried about how cold it's going to be. And then the three people that are baptised will come up to the car park, to the group, and we'll gather around them and we will pray over them. We will give them verses of scripture, words of encouragement, maybe even prophetic words. But this is a time when we celebrate people that are prepared to own Jesus Christ as their Saviour and Lord and we want to encourage them. And I think it's really exciting that just two weeks ago, six people were baptised. And after those six people were baptised, other people in the congregation thought, I need to do that too. I need to get serious about my faith. I need to follow Jesus through the waters of baptism. And who knows? People may see these baptisms today and decide, hey, I need to take this step as well. And so to get to the Cherry Island car park, you either go down Rotokawa uh, street or um, the next one down Pihanga Street and you go to the end of the street where, which is Spa Road you turn left into Spa Road to head towards town and the next turn on the right you go down there and then the first step first road 
on the right down there takes you down to Cherry Island. You can drive there in two minutes, okay? And it's not going to be a really long period of time, but we don't put limits to time on the Holy Spirit. So come and join us for that celebration if you can. So the question is, though, what kind of character and personality do you radiate through your behaviour? Because Jesus can help each one of us to live a victorious, fruitful life. The choices we make at Christmas can help bring joy into the lives of others. And so enjoy your time with your friends and family during your Christmas functions, when you meet together for Christmas dinner. Give those people your full attention. Don't rush away. Try and have meaningful conversations and create lasting memories at those family functions. Even with those difficult people that you normally try and avoid because they rub you up the wrong way. Jesus humbled himself and came down to earth. So be prepared to humble yourself. Don't just rave about your successes in life. Share about some of your disappointments and even failures with people. Be real. And then be like Jesus and offer forgiveness, love, time and grace to help those people in their time of need. John 1 verses 14 and 16 says, The Word which was Jesus, became human and lived here on earth among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Wouldn't it be amazing if people could say that about us? They look at us, our character, and they say, that person is full of love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son of the Father, we have all benefited from the rich blessings he brought to us, one gracious blessing after another. And so offer the gift of your life afresh to Jesus this morning. He is the reason for the season. Find time to worship, to serve, and to give yourself to him over this Christmas season. If you're in town, please support our Christmas Day service. You know, I've, I've been looking, uh, talking to different pastors and it sounds as though we're the only Protestant church that actually has a Christmas Day service this year in town. And here's Christmas Day. And I know that you're all busy and many of you are travelling to family functions and whatever, but 9.30 until 10.30, one hour at the max, means that you're including Jesus in his day. And it's going to be a special time with beautiful music. And then, when you're all sort of fired up, you can go off and share with your family and friends at Christmas dinners and those sorts of things. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that Jesus came to earth to bring us joy and to restore our relationship with you. 
Give us the gift of perspective so that we can really see what matters this season. Keep us focused on you through all that goes on around us. Help us to remember that all people have simple needs. Help us to give people eye contact, a smile, a friendly greeting, a handshake, or a hug. Help us to be your representatives, joy-filled, caring people who walk closely in relationship with you and reflect your love to those around us. Amen.